0: And hopefully my voice is a voice of uh, either inspiration or or is a voice of reason. And if I can help interrupt the negativity or the thought process in your brain, even if it's for half an hour, uh, then this uh, podcast uh, serves its purpose. Welcome to the Stock Music Licensing Podcast, the number one resource for creating passive income selling stock music online. I'm your host, Daniel Carrizales, and I'm here to help you monetize your compositions. Welcome to episode six of the Stock Music Licensing Podcast. Now, today I want to talk to you about the biggest challenge that you are gonna be facing while licensing your music. Now, this is going to be very valuable to you if you're a beginner, if you're just starting out, or if you're in the beginning of your journey and you have a few tracks in your portfolio and you're just getting started. And it's going to be very valuable for you as well if you already have experience in uh, licensing your music and selling your music on uh royalty free uh, libraries. But before we get into the content of the episode, I just want to remind you that there's still a chance to participate in the big giveaway, the Stock Music Licensing Giveaway, which is the big prize is the course, is my premium course, the Ultimate Stock Music Masterclass. And you can take part by going to stockmusiclicensing.com slash giveaway dash 2020. Uh, I'll leave the link in the description, and uh, you can just take part in this uh, giveaway. Again, go to stockmusiclicensing.com/giveaway-2020 to take part. Uh, the lucky winner will be announced on the first of January of 2020, and you still have a chance to take part in this uh, giveaway that I'm uh, putting together or that I have put together for you. It's my way to give back. It's my Christmas present to you guys. And uh, I just want uh, a lucky winner to start the year uh, with uh, my premium course, uh, having access to my premium course for free and really just uh, start on a, on a very good note, if you will, uh, by taking action, OK, because uh, this episode is going to be full of uh, actionable uh, tips and, and and ideas as well for you to to really put into practice in your not only your career or, or as a composer or as an artist but as well in real life and uh, I'm gonna be sharing a little bit of uh, what I do and how I do it and how I, I I really stay how can I say this how I really stay uh, focused on uh, uh, on the pursuit of my dreams and goals and as well of my aspirations uh As a composer and as well as a human being uh, as a a, just a regular guy like you okay because uh i i am no special uh i i just been putting into practice a few uh skills and and my talent that have put it to work for me and uh and i can show you how you can do the same thing so the biggest challenge that you're going to be facing uh doing stock music and selling your music in general Uh, And I'm sure that you're going to be disappointed by this, but it's the truth. The biggest challenge is your mindset, is yourself, your brain, the way you think and the way you are seeing things from a very, um, it could be called a a very narrowed point of view, depending on where you are. Okay, And I'm just going to break down this episode into two parts for somebody that is a, a complete beginner like the way I was uh, a few years ago, and for somebody that is already uh, doing it, uh, and, but you are already on this uh, trade meal for some time, and you're starting to get a little bit uh, discouraged and disappointed because uh, you're, you're probably not seeing the results that you want to see, okay? Now, the very first thing, if you are beginner, if you are a beginner of stock music licensing, or if you are a beginner, uh In terms of, like, getting your music out there, you you have some songs or you have done a little bit of research, you have already uh, composed a few tracks, maybe, uh, or you feel very confident about your abilities, but you are a little bit insecure and a little bit unsure of what to do next, where to license your music, where are you going to put these music tracks? And where are you going to start building your portfolio? Now, a lot of the indecisions that we can have or that you can have uh, beginning and at the early stages is because we're a little bit um, unsure of uh, where to begin. And this comes from a, from a mindset uh, of doing something new, of doing something that we're not really sure what's the next step, where it, it should lead us and. uh how can we get started? That's the most difficult part, or that's that, uh, the biggest challenge is to get started in the beginning, for sure. I mean, I know I suffer from this for the longest time, and, and not only with stock music, but with other things as well. It's never the right time, first of all, okay? And as I am doing this episode, uh, it, 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 this could be the worst time of the day to do this episode. Uh, it, that is, and I'll give you an example. This, uh Christmas season right now, okay? And by the time this uh, episode is uh, aired in a few days, uh, we're still on the Christmas holiday. But today here in Greece, for example, uh, the kids are ringing the bells from from door to door and they're singing uh, some Christmas carols here in Greece. It's called Kalanda. And what it is, is that they just sing, they ring the bells of houses and, and, and where you live. And they sing the songs, and uh, you, you give them a little bit of change money in exchange. And this is just a tradition here in Greece that happens on the 24th of December, okay? So the doorbell is ringing on, on a regular basis uh, as we speak. And uh, my wife is cooking uh, lunch. Uh, it's a little bit of a mayhem because, uh, yeah, tomorrow is Christmas Day. And, uh, and, and I, I found a little bit of a, an, an opportunity to record this episode and, and I felt uh, it, it's a good it's a good time of the day because it, 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 there is not it's a good time to do this episode because it's so wrong the timing. Uh, even though I'm spending time with my with my family members, I still have an hour to to talk to the microphone and record this episode. But my wife is cooking. The doorbell is ringing. Uh, my kids are in the living room watching TV. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned to you or if you're not aware of that I got a little kitten. He's really noisy and makes a lot of noise. And it, it just it, it couldn't be the worst. It's the worst time to record a, a podcast episode. But I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to do it anyways, because this is the way I operate. And that way, if I do it, I uh, prove uh, the point of uh, of the topic of this episode, okay? The lights will never be green in order for you to move in the right direction. It will, nothing will be perfect. And, and and the best thing that you can do when starting something new or something that you have already have going is to commit to it first and then go and execute it. Action is the key word here because the mind, your brain will tell you all the different excuses of why you shouldn't start, why you're not ready to to upload your music, why you're not ready to to record that next uh, music track, and, and the more you are in that state of mind, the more uh, indecision and insecurity uh, kicks in, and then you start thinking too much about it, and and that's a horrible place to be. Uh, I'd rather fail. I'd rather uh, have do something uh, a little bit earlier before I'm ready, okay, because I don't think you will ever be 100% ready, uh, and, and fail... Uh, as I go along but I will get better as well and failure is very important I think you need to fail if you don't if you're not failing uh, you're probably not doing something new you're probably not trying hard for something new something outside of your comfort zone you know and when you put a music track out there or when you start a new something new for you that is something that you've never done before, if you don't feel a little bit insecure about it, then you're probably not doing it right. Probably you're playing it too safe. You know, I'll give you another example. Okay, uh, when I started my YouTube channel, the only reason why I started my YouTube channel is because I was thinking so much about it, and uh, I was. Uh, and the reason why I started the YouTube channel as well is because I was. I started doing stock music, so it's it's been a chain of uh, a chain reaction of events and and inspirations and and decision-making as I go along that it has brought me to this point today. If you go to my very first episode on my YouTube channel, it's a very uh, short video. It's like an introduction of, uh, of how to get started doing something new, funny enough. And I'm really proud of that video. But it, it is horrible, it's out of focus. I didn't know how to put uh, this new uh, DSLR camera on focus. The video, uh, the, the audio is, is a little bit bad as well. I could have done better uh, with the audio. But the image is, is out of focus, is it uh, black and white because I wanted to be a little bit uh, artistic, I guess. I don't know what I was thinking. And I had this idea of doing my videos black and white. And I guess that was because I, I was not happy with the colors. I didn't have the proper lighting, so when I will see the video, I uh, will see like, but it looks so, so wrong, and that's because I didn't understand about light and and camera angles and all of this and shadows and some stuff that you don't really need to know much. You just need to get started. But the, the message of that video is uh, get started, whatever it is, and I know it's very hard to get started. So I really kick myself sometimes, and to do anything new, and to really uh, make myself do it. I don't. I don't feel. Uh, uh sorry for myself I just don't want my brain to to play tricks on me because I know that my brain is the biggest uh, tool I have is my is the most powerful uh, uh piece of equipment if you will that I have is my is the best computer okay it, that's the tool that I, I I have the power to use it to my advantage but it could be my biggest enemy the, my brain can play a lot of tricks on me. And, it, and it, it will let me down, okay, at times if I don't take control of my, my thoughts, if I don't take control of my what I'm thinking, okay? And, and, and if I can control uh, my thoughts uh, in, in a way that I know what I should do, I know that what I'm thinking at this very moment could be the wrong thing, how can I change that? And there's a few techniques to do this and to put yourself in the right track. And Why? You want to do this, okay? Because the more you wait, the more indecision you will have, the more you will start to to have second thoughts about what you're doing. And your brain is very good to come up with excuses and reasons of why you shouldn't do it. Because the brain... And, and listen, I'm not a psychologist or anything, but uh, I have done a lot of... Uh, Self studies, if you will, and uh, and I have put this in, into practice myself, uh, and see that, and I have seen the results, and but I have always seen as well. I've seen the other side, and I have suffered tremendously because uh, my brain has played uh, big, big tricks on me, and there's nobody else to blame, you know. So when you're starting out, if you don't know where to upload your music, for example, the best way to do this is to just grab. Well, my free guide, of course. Uh, you can download that guide uh, at StockMusicLicensing.com/free, where I have uh, put together a list of all the libraries where I sell my music, and and you can start there. Now, maybe you don't want to upload uh, your music tracks to all of them in one go, but you can start and pick a few. And I usually recommend uh, newcomers to upload to Pond5 and AudioJungle because those are the big ones and Audio jungle as a beginner, it could be a little bit of a challenge to get in. But uh, it's a good way to to get started. And uh Five is just a no brainer. I, I love pawn five because they are a little bit more open to submissions and you you are a little bit more free as well to to be creative with your music and, and get accepted and really build your portfolio. There, at the moment there's no limit. For how much music you can upload on Pond 5. Uh on Audio Jungle is a little bit different. They they have a maximum of five tracks at any given time. And it's a little bit more um uh, there's more red tape for sure on Audio Jungle. But I I I get a lot of messages. I don't know where to upload my music. And uh and this is after uh, I got uh, followers and viewers that have downloaded my guide. And, and I always redirect them to the same uh, uh, thing, to the same page where I have all the libraries. But I, I noticed that it's still very overwhelming to see a list of f- 10 different uh, libraries. And, and I always add more as I join libraries myself. I don't know, it could be very overwhelming, so I say, okay, just check my guy again, look at the list of the libraries, but if you want me to just tell you one or two, just go with Pond5 and uh, Audio Jungle, and just start there, okay? And, and just upload one track, if that's all you have. If you have more, even better, then upload uh, five tracks in one go. Uh, when I got started, I made a list of the. I think it was five different libraries, and it was uh, one of them was LogStock, uh, Audio Sparks actually, which I quite recently just joined in, uh, Pond Five. But the funny thing is that Audio Jungle was not there in that list. And this list I found it years ago, uh, after I have uh, joined my my library, after I have had success, and it was such a funny thing to see that old list, that very first list of all the. The library. so when I was in my research phase, and I, and it was so funny not to see Audio Jungle there in that list for some reason, you know. And little did I know that I joined Audio Jungle, and that's where I start uh, my career. That's where I got my first sale. That's where I got my first track uh, track approved. That was my very first uh, royalty free account, and that's where I got my first rejection. Which brings me to to my next point, rejection. Rejection is very hard for us to take. If you haven't experienced rejection before of your music, it it could be very hard for me. It never occurred to me that I could get rejected. Okay, and uh, again, that comes that comes with uh, the mindset. You are not. I wasn't ready to get rejected. My mind what <laughs> got really hurt. I got I, I start thinking a lot of negative things about myself, about my music, about my art, and I have lots of experience in music, okay? I know what I'm doing. Uh, the talent is not the problem. And, and, and for you, it could be the same. Actually, if you're listening to this, I'm 100% sure that your problem is not the talent. Your problem is not your talent at all. You are talented enough to make music. The problem is your work ethic. That's the problem because talent alone is not going to bring you anywhere. It's your work ethic and how committed you are to keep on working. And I'll tell you that when I got rejected, the problem was not the rejection in my talent. It was how quickly I was able to switch uh, from a, a failure or a rejection and go back to work, go back to the drawing board and take actually failure and rejection as something positive. Okay, the fact that I was getting uh, rejections, it, it was so good because it meant that I was trying something new. Before that, I wasn't getting any rejections because I wasn't selling my music anywhere. So I was in a safe spot, I was safe. I was just making music for my own uh, pleasure, really, and uh, just uploaded it to some SoundCloud account that nobody was listening to it because I wasn't promoting it, I wasn't doing anything. The music itself didn't serve any purpose. It was just for my own amusement. There's nothing wrong with that. But I want to have some something tangible, something that I can uh, can get something to the world, okay? That could be in the form of uh, an album for, for somebody that wants to listen to it. But that needs work. That, that, that requires a lot of focus as well. I didn't have that before. I was just making random music. Uh, if I feel inspired, I will compose. And if I don't feel inspired, I won't compose anything. And if people listen to it, uh, I didn't care. Or oh, So I thought <laughs> I didn't care. We do care. We want people to listen. Uh, whoever says that I only create art for myself and I don't care if people uh, listen to it, it's really uh, fooling uh, themselves. It, that's not true. And then again, that's the mind playing those tricks on you. Thinking and protecting you from from believing that what you're creating it's not something to be shared. The whole point of art and making music is to be shared. So for somebody else to experience that as well. So that idea of the artist uh, painting or drawing in some dungeon um, workshop and he's painting for himself is really uh, is nonsense. Yes, they are doing it like that because they need to be alone in order to create this amazing masterpiece. But at the end of the day, you want that painting or you want that music, you want that artwork to go out and to live outside in the world and be judged, be sold, okay? Uh, that's, a, that's a major or uh, well, that's an important part of the process, okay? Think about it. How many artists, they go and compose music and they sing and they release an album or nowadays a single and they released a, a video with it, uh, a lot of promotion, and they do concerts and gigs, and they promote this particular artist and this piece of music uh, to be out there because they want people to listen to it. They want people to consume it. They want people to to stream it, to buy it. And and, and for us as composers, it's the same thing, okay? So when we get failure as in, in the form of uh, rejection, uh, the best thing that you can do is learn to take it with a pinch of salt and and understand that uh, that this is just a step in in your journey uh, and your brain is going to play a lot of tricks on you when i got rejected like that uh, i was missing the big picture i was just so obsessed with the rejection that i was getting from one library in this case it was holy jungle uh, and I got really, really obsessed with my, my my, failures and my rejection. And it took me a long time. And, I, and here I am. Uh, I'm an educated guy in terms of uh, what I'm talking to you about the mindset. And, and I have trained a lot for success, okay? And I'm still being defeated by a rejection in audio jungle. That was devastating for me because I couldn't put myself together to move on. And obviously, uh, after that, what I will do is I will record another track, but I was coming from a very bad place. I was uh, recording and composing from a place of fear, from a place of doubt and indecision. And of course, what, what do you think it happened next? I uploaded that track that I composed from a place of fear and indecision, and it got rejected again. It's a no-brainer. People can smell it. People can, can tell when you create something that is just not right. Something is not right, and they can hear it, all right? And um, I was just coming from a place of fear and indecision, and In my mind, I was just consumed by my mind and my emotions. Uh, you need to learn to take the emotions out of the equation, and the only way to do that is to fail fast and, and do the mistakes. Go for it, you know? And if you haven't failed, then you need to try something uh, something a little bit more difficult for you, Okay. And go to the next level, okay? So uh, when I got started on the jungle, and I got my failures, and uh, I I never gave up, but it was really hard. It was a it was a very hard part of my my journey. And I got many months, many many months of of rejections. I don't remember exactly how many. I think it was like six months in a row or so. And it was just rejection after rejection. And and I I just. Target this issue in a wrong way. First of all, my mindset—I was just obsessed with one library, and second of all, I wasn't really—I I wasn't able to snap out of it. I wasn't feeling happy about rejections. I didn't see it as a good thing. Uh, now, if I get rejected—which uh, it doesn't really happen—at least with Audio Jungle—but when I apply to new libraries and I get rejected. I feel yes there is a first few seconds that I feel a little bit of a of that pain that we feel of rejection of not being accepted but I move on very quickly I don't stay there I don't I don't hang out in that emotion anymore like I used to and it has happened to me I have joined different libraries and they say thank you very much for applying but your music is not it's not good for us or or you know thank you for for submitting but it, you, <laughs> you're rejected. I just literally deleted the email immediately and just move on. And that's the easiest way to do it, okay? That's the best way to go about it. And uh, and I try again, and I try for a, for a bigger uh, project. Uh, there's a saying uh, out there in a book that I can't remember now, but a quote that goes and says, when you make a failure, it's because you haven't asked for enough. I think that's a fantastic quote. Okay, so when you make a failure, when you fail, it's because you haven't asked for enough. So meaning that what you're doing is you're, you're probably is telling you that you should go for something bigger. Meaning that you should uh, uh, expect something more of yourself. Okay, don't let the failure or the rejection put you down. And just because one library is rejecting you or a particular reviewer is rejecting one of your tracks, how many more tracks you have inside of you? How much more uh, creativity you have inside of you that you can come up with a better piece of music? Because the problem is not the talent again. The problem is your mindset. The problem is your work ethic. So when you get that failure or that rejection, you get up and you get, get go again. The problem is not the, that you got rejected. The problem is that you only had that one music track. That happened to me. The problem was that when I uploaded that one music track that I was working for a whole month and it got rejected, that's it. I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else to upload. So I have to go back to the drawing board uh, with this feeling of failure, rejection, and shame and start working like that. When the reality is that when you submit your music to a library, and especially in the early stages, as soon as you have submitted that music track, you, have, you should be already working on another one, okay? Because you get attached to your music. We are creating something that is part of us, and we get attached to it. And when we get attached to it, uh, it's very hard to let it go, okay? And this is something that uh, music composers, especially for royalty-free libraries and stock libraries, Uh, They find it very hard to get used to that idea of letting go. You need to let go of your music. Once you record it and you have uploaded you have to let it go. Whatever happens after that, you cannot really control much about it. But what you can control is your mindset of what you're going to be doing after you have sent that file for review. And it's in that queue in that particular library. And start recording on something new. Get obsessed uh, with a new piece of music and get excited about it, regardless of the of what's going to happen with the one that you have already sent. That's the best uh, tactics or the best um, practice when it comes down to rejection and failure and how you can change your mindset before it happens. Because like I said to you, the time will never be right uh, to actually compose a, a new piece of music. You cannot wait for, for inspiration. I don't believe in inspiration in that way. I work first, and I turn on all my gear and get into this working mode, and then inspiration kicks in after I have started working on my music. But if you let outside factors like rejection or uh, you're going to wait for inspiration to kick in, then you might be let down. And, and the times in between this happens could be very, very long. It might be a long time before you feel inspired again. And if you're going through a transition in your life of something that it could be a little bit heavy, uh, then inspiration might not come, (laughs) might not be around for some time. So you have to create inspiration out of thin air. When we compose stock music or royalty-free music, we need to make it uh, without waiting for inspiration. And that doesn't mean that you're not inspired when you're making this music. What it means is you start working first. So inspiration can be your friend. Inspiration is there. You can tap into that, but you can only tap into that inspiration while you start working. That's why it's so important to not let outside factors uh, affect your work. Nothing could touch that. It's up to you to decide, "Eh, I'm going to make a music track today or not. Regardless of rejection, regardless of if you're having sales or not, uh, it's about you uh, being content with your, your work ethic, not your talent. Your talent can be developed as you go along, but you already have the talent. The problem is uh, to sit down and do the work, really. That's, that's the major problem here, and have that discipline. And, and I'm not saying that you should be working every day. I'm not saying that you should be composing every day, but uh, let, let's be real. If you want to be better and get better at something, you need to do it often, okay? There's no way around it. And uh, you have to find that time to do that. Uh, I'll give you another example. If I want to do YouTube videos, I need to find the time to do it, and it's very hard for me at times. Uh, I work from home, so uh, I have my studio in the middle of the living room. I have to make sure that this that girls are not around. One of the girls is probably in school. The other one is with me at times, and um, and and I have many many balls in the air at the, at the same time, and try to edit it. So, but I want to do it, and I and I and I make myself do it and find the time to do it. And, uh, and have a, a balance as well with my life and, and everything else that I'm doing. And it's the same with making my music. Uh, I can make my music uh, either throughout the day or late at night. It really depends. And uh, there's different stages. There's a stage of composition and recording. And then there's a stage of mixing and, and file preparation and uploading. So it depends on what I am working on. And I have to wear that hat at that time. But the best way to, to accomplish any goal uh, when it comes down to, to either composing or dealing with a, a new piece of music or with failure is to just immediately do something about it in your brain and just switch it and don't wait. Don't hang out there too much, you know? The problem, again, and I'll say it again, the problem is when, when you're in that, uh, how, do, how can I say this? When you're just chilling out and you're just contemplating and you're just uh, thinking about it, and if, you, if you're if you a musician, and I'm sure you are, if you're listening to this and you're an artist, you like to just uh, think and, and contemplate and be very introspective about things. That is good to be creative. That is very good if you're an artist. But when it comes down to dealing with uh, the reality of life and being practical and be very business savvy with your music and being actively saying, hey, I'm making music here so I can upload it to my portfolio and make some sales, okay? Uh, That requires a different mindset, all right? And and you have to learn how to tap into your brain and say, at this very moment, I'm going to be very intentional about it I am not being the artist. I don't want to be introspective. I'm here being practical about it. And that means that I need to get some results. And I need to train my brain to do that and say, hey, wake up. There is no, there is no time to be an artist right now. I'm being here something else. And that something else is that I'm taking control out of, out of my music. And I'm taking control of my, my brain. I'm taking control of my career. And I'm taking control of my time, full stop because we are all busy, you are busy, I am busy, Uh, and and like I said, it will never be a good time, it will never be a good time to to play a new piece of music, will never be a good time to start recording, all right, Uh, and like I said, this podcast, uh, it it only, I only started this podcast because it came into my brain uh, back in the summer, I believe it was, and I made a a little, uh, like a poll on on my Instagram account and uh, as well on my email list. But I said, I was just thinking because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and I said to my wife, wouldn't it be cool if I can start my own podcast? I don't know if it's going to work. Quite frankly, it's none of my business if it's going to work. I'm just, I have the idea. That's the most important thing. And I will run with it immediately. Okay, I said, you know what? I'm going to go and download uh, some free materials of how can you create a podcast. I've been listening to a lot of podcasters, professional podcasters that I can learn from. And I just run with it. And I ask a few people. I put it out there on social media. Hey, would you like me to, to create a podcast? Maybe I could do this. Maybe it will be a failure. We don't know. But that's not my concern at that point. My concern is, is am I going to take action? What am I going to do with it? Because the podcast is not going to be done by itself. It's about me uh, learning a new skill, uh, finding the time to do it. And the most important thing is to commit. Commitment is so important. Being consistent and persistent with something, especially in the beginning. After a while, it becomes a little bit easier. But uh, it's just something that I have learned how to, and I'm still learning. I'm not going to say that I know it all, but uh, the podcast was a challenge and it still is a challenge for me, but I want to embrace it and I want to be out there. And the best way for me to do it is to actually do it, put it out there and see if uh, you like it or not. And if you get any any response, uh, not any response, if you get anything out of it, anything good, if, if you can relate to what I'm saying to you, if you get any results as well. And hopefully my voice is a voice of uh, either inspiration or, or is a voice of reason, and if I can help interrupt the negativity or the thought process in your brain, even if it's for half an hour, uh, then this uh, podcast uh, serves its purpose, because this is what I get from other podcasts myself. So, so I understand how important this is. The question is, am, am I ready? The answer is, I, I, I'm not ready to do a podcast. But I put it out there, I put that desire in the ether, if you will, and and I just, you know, made that poll, do you want me to start a podcast? The response was overwhelming, okay? And of course I got scared, but this is what all successful people have done in the past, they put that thing out there before it's even ready, so they can make themselves be ready. So I did my research, I did my things, we... It, well, my wife helped me with some uh, back-end, uh, how do you say, admin stuff with a podcast. And uh, I downloaded a free cheat sheet from online to, to get some tips and, and, and tricks of how to create a podcast, how to record it, what you need, the equipment. And I said, well, I have pretty much everything. All I need is my balls and just go and do it, really. Um and and it, it is hard but at the same time it's very rewarding when i when i embark on a new thing so it's been a chain uh, reaction of events since i started my journey doing stock music and i always want to share this with you Because once you start something new, like uploading your music to royalty-free libraries, then something else came into my mind where I was thinking about other things as well. And I said, well, I can start a YouTube channel. I have always been fascinated by video. I love home videos. I have always been actively uh, recording uh, home videos for myself, just for for memory's sake uh, of having something to look at. My father was a photographer, okay? A very artistic and visual guy. So I do believe I have taken a lot from him. Uh, even though I went into music, I'm not a photographer or, or a video maker myself. But I do consider myself, uh, in a way, an amateur uh, a video guy. And YouTube is a perfect platform for me. And uh, I started doing it before I even knew what the word vlogging mean, meant, you know? And uh, I just started, man, you know, it just really got me going. And like, I was very passionate about it, but I made myself do it. At times I felt like, oh, it's the wrong time to do some videos. Uh, there In the beginning, there was uh, big gaps of uh, me not making videos because I let, you know, life take over. Uh, but then when I took back the control of it and even changed the name of my YouTube channel... And, and, and the response of people just reaching out and saying, hey, Daniel, can you share your experience with this? Can you help me with that? That that was a natural progression. That was not part of my master plan ever. So it has been a natural evolution and progression of uh, this journey of mine. And, and this is just happening because I decided to sell my music on Pond5 in Audio Jungle. So I've been blessed. And, and that's why I'm always all about action. So when I got the idea of this podcast, I was like, this is the next thing for me. And if I fail or not, uh, uh, this will is something else. I'm not concerned with that. I'm concerned with having the idea uh, and having the work ethic and, and moving on with it. Just have the idea and run with it. And I apply that to anything in life. Uh, I mentioned to you as well um, about the fact that we, we... we I'm a father for the second time, Okay. My daughter, Melina, is now one and a half. Well, actually, she's going to go for two years and a few months. But back then, we were thinking, we're not ready to have another kid. And we were, me and my wife, we warm up to the idea like, well, maybe it would be a good idea, okay? Maybe. And then we decided, you know what? If we don't do this now, we're still young, okay? But... If we don't do this now, it might never, the the lights are never going to be green. This will never happen in the right conditions, the better job or the better house or the new place. So we just jumped in right into it. And we're so blessed, okay, to have, uh, to be in a father for the second time. It's just unbelievable, you know? And the time was not right, but everything uh, fell into place as it should have, and and, and we have... My wife had the, the best uh, pregnancy ever, the best delivery. Uh, my daughter, Melina, she's a healthy child. Uh, and being a father for a second time, uh, it's just a blessing, really. And I get very emotional because if you if we would have thought about it too much, uh, uh, this would have never happened. And it is a creation. There's no bigger creation than creating uh, another human being, Okay. And, you, and it requires work, and it requires two. You can't make it by yourself. You can't do it just you, really. And I know that this is a big uh, example, and maybe a little bit, uh, I'm going off a little bit of topic here, but I just want you to see it from a different point of view. And this is, this is never right, you know? And if you're somebody that is already selling music on royalty-free libraries, and you're not seeing success, you're not seeing the sales that you want to see, you're not seeing the results, and you feel a little bit uh, jaded, you feel a little bit... Uh, it's because you're in the same libraries, most likely, uh, and you're not expanding. The, the fun thing about being a composer of royalty-free libraries is to be non-exclusive, uh, and have that same music track on different libraries, uh, as many as possible, so you can test the market. And you will see very quickly that some libraries uh, will give you more more sales than others. And uh, I have music tracks that they sell very well in, on one library, and the other ones have zero sales. This is a mystery. This is a mystery of a royalty-free libraries. So you can't do anything about it. But the fact that you have the same music track on the same um, different libraries, you are able to tell... Uh, And test the market. And uh, every time you join a new library, it's like starting over, okay? That's why there's so many out there. And and there's no limit, really. And the best thing to break out of that uh, uh, composer's blues is either by joining a new library or by learning a new musical style or genre or or pick up a new instrument, okay? Uh, So if you have, I don't know, let's use me as an example I'm a guitar player so even though I preach a lot about uh, staying within your your genre and your style and only focus on on what you're good at uh if you but if you are in a you're you're encountering some kind of like writer's blog which I don't believe by the way in writer's blog and we'll we'll talk about this in another episode about writer's blog uh, but if you're you're in, encountering some kind of blues or some kind of like uh Slow down in your creativity and you're not feeling it and you feel like a little bit stuck and you're on top of that, you're not making any sales. Uh, The best thing to do is to either join a new library or pick up a new instrument. So I'm a guitar player. So what I will do is that uh, I play very badly piano, but I will try to practice on my piano skills or I will try to record a whole piece of music uh, using only the piano and see what I can come up with. That's a good way to be creative and then start uh, something fresh and exciting. And uh, another example will be to compose uh, music that you're not very familiarized with as well. That is something that is not something that you will always do. Uh, for me, that will be maybe uh, children's music. And that will mean uh, how can I make something that is very... Uh, for kids, uh, whatever that means, you know, and really practice with... Uh, some weird instruments that I'm not really very familiarized to work with, and maybe not make it so, uh, not make it such a an adult uh, theme or a very mature uh, music theme, more like something that it could work maybe in a cartoon, if you will. Uh, for me, it's very challenging to <laughs> to do something like that, but uh, it will definitely get me out of my my comfort zone and and really get my juices going and see where can that take me. And this has only been, I can only accomplish this by, again, sitting down, a blank piece of paper and just start and, you know, not really fantasize too much about it, not think too much about it and just go with it, you know, and and you, you can break uh, through uh, anything. You can take control of, of anything. Okay. I was just listening to, to a podcast where quite recently of this, uh, author and a uh, speaker and, uh. Uh, this woman, she has a what is called a five second rule. I don't know if you heard it. I'll, I'll see if I can uh, research more about it. But it, it's a fascinating concept, and it was uh, it's like a five second rule that uh, when your mind uh, starts to think about something or you're debating where, whether you should do it or not, is uh, you count backwards uh, from five to zero: five, four, three, two, one, and go. And apparently, what this does in your brain is that interrupts that uh, mental process. Of uh, overthinking about something because your brain is so used to to certain patterns of what the way you think and the way you are actually uh, analyzing and 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 what that uh, this is doing is interrupting that. So when you count backwards, you just by the time you finish, you have already uh, focused your mind on something else, and you just start doing that activity. So that's another exercise that you can do. You know whether you are thinking about it too much and just. Uh, just go for it and just start you know there will never be the right time there's no there's no tomorrow really there's only there's only now and, and that's the fascinating uh, concept as well to to grasp you know that there is whatever you did yesterday is done that's it uh if you're feeling very anxious about things you're probably thinking too much about the future uh, and you know and if you're feeling too sad you're thinking too much about the past so there's only really now and i know that may sound may sound like a little bit of a send kind of like a Buddhist kind of uh, mentality, but it's true, man, there's nothing else but now. And music lives only now. Music is not something that you can you can stop it, but but, but when you're listening to music, it's just, it's happening, it's, 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 it's time, it's, it's passing by, it's, uh, it's this uh, sound pressure uh, thing in the air, there's uh, volumes and, and sounds that is traveling in the air at a certain speed. And they cannot be stopped, but when you're listening to them, it's just passing and it's faded away. And, and yes, you can just uh, pretty much just freeze this music in a way of a recording, so we can be it could be played again and again and again. But you can only experience that music piece again and again and again in the now. You know, I don't know if that makes any sense. Maybe I'm going a little bit off topic again. <sighs> it could be the Greek coffee. I really don't know. But anyways, uh, I, I'm just going to wrap it up now because it's, uh, it's reaching to the end. I think I can, at times, I can go uh, off topic, uh, but I believe that I want to, what I want to accomplish with this episode is just to to, to do that, to really interrupt uh, your your thoughts when it comes down to should I do it, or or am I in the right path? You know, um, should I carry on? I mean, those are questions that only you can answer. But by over analyzing it and thinking too much about it, and sleeping over it is not the answer. Sometimes, sometimes it's just to take action. Action is what's gonna cure all your indecisions, all of your insecurities, and remember, it's not about the talent. It's usually about the work ethic. You have the talent. It's the work ethic that uh, is a problem most of the times. So anyways, I hope you had a fantastic Christmas with your family, your loved ones. Uh, We're having a great time, okay? Uh, Before I go, just remember to take part in the giveaway Uh, A lucky winner is going to be announced on the 1st of January of 2020. The giveaway is my premium course, the Ultimate Stock Music Masterclass. A lucky winner is going to have that course for free, plus all the bonuses. I'm going to have this in the show notes anyways, this link, so you can go and register and take part in this giveaway. And if you are somebody that is new to stock music or to music licensing in general, you can download my free guide. Again, this link is in the show notes and in the description. And you can go to stockmusiclicensing.com slash free and get my free guide. In that guide, I have uh, seven steps for you to get the ball rolling. And I have as well a list of all the libraries where I sell my music. And I only cover the libraries where I'm actively uh, selling music and... Uh, Again, thanks a lot for, for listening to this uh, episode. Thanks a lot for hanging out here with me. Uh, leave, uh, leave a review uh, on iTunes for this podcast. Uh, that will mean the world to me. See if you want me to do more uh, podcasts and more episodes. Uh, tell me what you think. Tell me if you want me to talk about something in a specific. Uh, again, I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. I hope you having a nice uh, downtime with your family and friends. And uh, as always, rock and roll and uh, here's to your success.